2022 been for you? How have you ushered it in? Sit with that for a moment. Yeah. For me, (laughs) I welcomed it with COVID. Although I don't have an official test to say that I had COVID, um, I did lose my sense of smell. And I'm actually quite grateful for it. Yeah, I know. There goes Nat seeing the bright side of something. It's not really the bright side of something that's actually being engaged in my direct experience. It was painful for a couple of days. Yeah, my brain really hurt. Um, My lungs weren't impacted. My nasal cavity got very swollen. My throat, as you can still hear, is still swollen a bit. Yet not being able to smell. It was fascinating. Just taking in air and not being bombarded with so much information. Yeah. You know... The thing about losing something, your awareness heightens to what you would actually experience. Yeah. Lose the ability of something, and all of a sudden, you become hyper-focused on what was there before that you took for granted. Not being able to smell showed me how much I use it for pleasure. And how much I use it for detecting danger. How much I interpret the world that I'm around. And just to breathe in air alone, it was refreshing. I really saw how it allowed the nervous system to be disengaged. And when it would activate, like, are we safe? Are we safe? Like, we can't smell anything. There's nothing coming in. There's no information. It was being able to regulate my nervous system and saying, yeah, it's okay. And we'll learn to adapt. It felt like um, a blindness, even though I, I haven't lost my sight. I did lose it, you know, um, eight years ago when I was going through all my medical challenges with the lesions in my brain. My head was in so much pain. I was experiencing vertigo and the lesions had moved the positioning of my eyes, causing me to have double vision. Man, remembering that is visceral because it was an absolutely painful experience. And so not being able to relate with the outside world with my senses not having the, the, the scent was fascinating to engage in. It was refreshing. It allowed a, another resource of energy to come in. I wasn't fixated on trying to fix it, trying to improve it, trying to bring it back. I was actually 
more curious about the direct experience of how does this feel to relate in this experience. And it was interesting. My sense is coming back now. And I'm kind of a little disappointed. I'm like, I appreciated not being bombarded with a whole bunch of information. Yet I'm very thankful for my smell. There's so much to delight in, so much to experience. Scent can shift us from one state to another. It can arouse us. It can deplete us. It can excite us. It can cause our emotions to go from one spectrum to the other. Very thankful for this one sense that, you know, once you lose the ability, there is a different type of appreciation in how you'll use it. And we, we fall asleep. We fall quickly asleep of forgetting what it is to lose an ability. Yet it's to reinforce and remember the appreciation of the right now. This is what I have to use and how will I use it to the best of its ability? Am I misusing it? Am I ignoring things? And you know, not having your scent, you become aware of your state inside. Especially if you've used scent to arouse pleasure or focus or attention. You come to see like, wait a minute, there's something deeper in here that I just need to engage with. Just listen to, just feel. My takeaways from this experience is I had to surrender. I had to accept. I had to nurture and talk with the body. I had to sit in the crux of pain. And it also birthed a deeper appreciation and gratitude for life, for the ability to live, to appreciate the senses, to really engage with what negative self-talk is, what my defense mechanisms are, the belief systems. It was funny, they all diminished in a lot of places. And there was just the here and now. And that stillness, I'm thankful for that stillness in my relationship with the stillness, that it no longer frightens me, that I've been able to regulate this nervous system and be with whatever the experiences are. And whew, are they challenging. I also got to see where there's work. To be human is to be messy. There is no perfection in this thing. (laughs) That was a big takeaway is, you know, the humor of being so serious of finally attaining some full enlightenment and yada, yada, yada. 
it's it's a human experience to be lived in. And if you're in these dialogues of vaccinated, unvaccinated, this, that, the polarization is not what's going to help us continue on as a species. It's actually our ability to listen and our ability to have conversations that are filled with emotions. Yeah, the majority of our dialogues lack emotions. We're not truthful. We put on these masks, these ways of communicating with somebody else, expressing, and we don't even know how to be truthful because it feels so threatening. It feels so threatening to bring our emotions into conversations, our realness. We have all these masks on to impress other people. It's like, impress who? Impress what? COVID took away some of those masks and let me see the frightened parts in me, the painful parts in me, the strong parts in me. It's a multifaceted dimension. (laughs) Yeah. And it takes rest. And that, for a very long time, for me, felt like a threat. I didn't know how to be in my body and rest. I didn't know how not to listen to that self-sabotaging voice inside. Because, you see, in places where I rested, I was harmed. And so the body remembers that. And I'm thankful for the years that I've put in to understand and appreciate my system, my nervous system, understand the traumas, understand the sensations and feelings. So it's telling people just to rest, just rest. Why can't you just rest? Well, actually, it can feel like a high signal of a threat for some. And they don't even realize or don't even know. There's this activation in the system that's just going and going and going. Yeah, so COVID requires rest for the body to relax. It does. It did for me anyways. So yeah, 2022. I'm amazed by how resilient we are as a human species and how there's some questions being asked that no longer will take a superficial answer. We're actually asking questions that are requiring solution-based answers. It's very easy to answer a question with a problem answer. It takes dedication, effort, and a lot of silence to pause and find some solutions. It's in the simplicity. Yet we don't navigate in there as much as we would like to. We're bombarded with so much stimulus. So this is just my personal rant. Take it as you may. Thank you for making it to the end. I appreciate you and your time. If you found any value in this conversation, I ask you to help us grow by subscribing to the Lift Oneself podcast and more sharing it out to others. The more that we have conversation and dialogue, 
that are honest and open, that is when we can remove the stigmas around mental health. Until next time, remember, be kind and gentle with yourself. You matter.